What's up, coworkers? It's John, and you're listening to the Weaves to Work Together podcast. A podcast about the ridiculous conversations the three of us, Scott, Brian, and myself, used to have when we worked together. This season, we're talking about Decade in Review, and in this episode, we're going to check in on uh, some things that I, John, have asked the others to do, and they haven't. We're going to figure out how Scott mysteriously injures himself on his own roof. Uh, Brian gives us the longest social plug ever, and we get a little introspective and kind of dig deep and examine our past selves. Anyways, thanks for listening. Now on to the episode. Give it a break. No one talk for like 10 seconds. Do we want, uh, we can try a couple different ways. Scott lasted. What? What did three. you say? What did you say? Nailed it. Boy, I, I didn't listen. I said, I said, I said, okay, everybody pause. Wait 10 seconds. This is our and cold then, open. And <laughs> then two <laughs> seconds. seconds. is a long time. By the time you said, You're right. wait, I was already not listening You're anymore. right. Well, the good news is John's right. You gave us our cold open. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the We Used to Work Together podcast, a show celebrating the casual conversations we used to have when we worked together. I'm Scott Lesser, one of your hosts, and joining me tonight are a couple of my former co-workers. What up, happy 2020, John Mosesman. New decade, who dis? New decade. <laughs> loving it. You loving the new decade? It's great. You, you sticking to the vision board so far? <laughs> uh, no, I couldn't find anybody to take a picture uh, with their chihuahua. <laughs> That's nice. Wait. That's a nice callback. Wait, Call there's, a lot of, there's a lot of context I'm missing right now or things I'm just forgetting. You stay quiet. Okay. That other voice <laughs> that you're hearing, uh, <laughs> a man who uh, doesn't know how to wait his turn, Brian nope. Ketron. That's me. That's me, chat. <laughs> chat. It doesn't sound like New Year. Who dis for you? No, it's <laughs> same old me. Same old stick. Same uh, old Brian, guy. that callback was um, a couple episodes ago, we did a, a Best of Next Door check-in. And that person mm. wanted someone to take a picture with their wanted a chihuahua to take a picture with for their vision board. So we committed this year to staying on track, and I'm all ready. I'm ready to to get us out of here. But I'll just say this much: I popped open my next door app to try to get you know some content for the show. It's too buck wild. It's <laughs> Listen, too buck wild. This guys. happened last night. I almost I brought it to the show. I couldn't. There even was bring it. There was last night in my neighborhood someone caught on their camera a like utility van was driving down the street at like three in the morning and just all of a sudden takes like a hard left and just r- like ramps up their driveway hits their car backs out drives away <laughs> oh my like, gosh dang that's the best the next door i'm living it nice so i had a scenario happen to me recently that uh i i bet both of you have encountered and i'm curious if you've encountered it and what you've done have you ever been a part of or joined like a new friend group or a new social situation. And you're, we kind of all have like our, our style of joking around or like what we think is funny. You know, we all kind of have our different tastes. Mm-hmm. Have you ever Mine? started like trying to get your jokes in there and you realize like, I'm not connecting with these people at all. Like everything is just miss, 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 just silence. Have I you ever been in that scenario? Shell. I turtle shell very quickly in those scenarios. Like people might think that guy was actually really quiet because if it's, if I throw a couple of the, just a little jab, a little jab, and I don't even get like a verbal confirmation or visual, like someone like, oh yeah, that's all right. It's like, uh oh. <laughs> if, if I drop what you call a banger and it lands well in a group, that will not be the last time I use that <laughs> no, joke. You're like, all right, everybody. <laughs> Got it. Oh, there we go. And and I can be so excited about a banger and then try to drop it in a new group. And when I get the blank face, all I want to do is run away. <laughs> John, so, so that this, happened to you, I'm guessing? So this happened to me recently, and it was in an online context. We were over like a voice chat over like extended period of time, and it was just like, Everything I said, any like little joke I tried to make, I mean, it was just nothing, nothing coming back, not a single laugh, 
not even a reply. It would just be like silence on the other end. This is a horror movie. Like, that's what that's what uh, we're doing right now. <laughs> this is my worst nightmare as a person it's just, who we must, must have just be different people. If that if you're just not connecting with me on that, uh-huh. I don't know. That's that's my social thing. It's just if it doesn't work, it same thing. I'm just like, well, I'm gonna try and get out of this. <laughs> John, there better be a story here because you've got me, you've uh, got me anxious about where this came up from maybe in the future in the future i don't want to ready he's not ready i don't want to burn i don't want to burn any bridges it, it reminds me yet. of when when michael scott is at that conference and he sees jim who has recently quit and they get reunited and jim's like having an inside joke with his new boss and michael like tries to jump in and they're like ah oh, inside joke and he's like oh, i'd love to be a part of one someday it's, it's exactly like, like that like they have like, this oh, chemistry uh, it ain't clicking, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's like they have this chemistry, and they'll just be like, you know, cackling laughter, and I'll try and get in there, and it's just like nothing. So well, for me, I can I can avoid that situation. the The nightmare for me is whenever I try, like when I think we've got it, and I drop a drop a one liner so, oh, that so you think swings, you've been, and you're warming up, and you're like, I think oh, I'm coming in for the slam dunk. Oh yeah, I used this in front of Scott and JMO the other day. This will work great, and they're like. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's my worst nightmare. Speaking of flops, can we talk Disney Ooh. poll results from a few episodes hey, ago? You guys tried to you guys tried to duck those results, but I wanted to circle back to them. John, John had the most to lose here. I'm very surprised. Granted, Brian and I are pretty close. So, if you heard our Disney Plus episode, we we drafted Disney movies. Um, I'll run through them real quick. I picked. The Bugs Life, Iron Man, Aladdin, Mulan, Emperor's New Groove. Scott picked Monsters, Inc., Guardian of the Galaxy, Goofy Movie, Star Wars, mm. Empire Strikes Back, mm. I vote Scott. Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> solid, solid list. Brian, Coco, Toy Story, The Princess and the Frog, Ratatouille, and Black Panther. So I think we had to do one Marvel, one, two, like, free picks, one classic Disney, and one Pixar, and then something else. Sounds mm-hmm. good to me. Something it's like about that. Seven or eight picks. <laughs> so I tailed up the lead or the the tail. Tailed up the tail. Here we go. With twenty seven point eight percent. Brian in second place with thirty point six. Scott with forty one point seven. So still pretty close. But I'm I was surprised, honestly. So here's a couple things about this. Number one, one other surprise is that Brian was out to a strong lead for like yeah, the first day or two. And I was like, uh, my mind is gonna explode. It's, it's happening not just like again. He wins, but it's a <laughs> but it's like a landslide where it's like he wins by he's got like seventy percent of the vote. I was gonna be like, <laughs> the Ratatouille crowd is way stronger than I thought. But <laughs> everything balanced out at least for me. And the other thing is that I just I needed some redemption from the cartoon draft. Those of you guys that remember that one, man, I fell on my face out the gate. I yeah, I can tell you. You picked there. safe with the Star Wars. Oh yeah, this one. I mean, Goofy movie. I was nervous about. I mean, I couldn't really. Uh, essentially, I was. I was pretty set already on gonna kill it. But the Goofy movie, I was like, I don't know if people are gonna like that one. So I wasn't sure if that was gonna well, take me. And and what is also important to know is that we were predicting that I was about to get like landslide loss like i was gonna have 10 yeah. percent mm-hmm. of the vote mm-hmm. yeah uh, negative votes and but what was what was funny is when people would talk to me about it the the big winner for them was actually coco which i think was my yeah. first round pick yeah which is crazy because i've never even heard of that movie it's that's great it's also crazy yeah that's that's more crazy <laughs> uh real quick i did just think of this i wanted to tell you guys do you guys see this gnarly See if I can get it up close to the Ooh, this little scar. Got a pretty big scrape right there. We that are was my I was getting my kid out of the car and my wife was at the front door like, hey, throw me the keys. And I thought, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do a cool no look hook shot from here. I did that and threw them on the roof. And so they slid down <laughs> to where I could I could essentially <laughs> jump to try and get them, and I did. It took a couple tries and the roof. So I was like bleeding decently severely like it doesn't look as bad now but like it was like dripping like just off of me everywhere because it was what like, got so you much. i guess just the shingles because i like oh just like the like, friction scrape. just scraped it off yeah Ooh. so anyway so I just like a- I, I caught that i glanced at that when i was like raising my arm and i was like oh yeah i have that thing 
<laughs> one of my favorite things that Scott does is he is notorious for doing very visual things on our audio podcast. Yeah. Hey, with- <laughs> you guys see this? <laughs> you guys see this? With and it's, its like average even visually, so <laughs> I can't even imagine audio-wise. See the scrape? <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. It's good, Scott. Okay, well, let me get us out of here. Do it! Just do it! Yesterday, you said tomorrow. So just do it! Make John's dreams come true! Just do it! Hey, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to... I thought that was Brian's literal voice. I was like, how did Brian do that? Welcome to a new segment I'm calling Just Do It. So... (laughs) This is a little segment that I created to uh, check in with our boys here, Scott and Brian, on things I've asked them to do that they have still not done, Uh-oh. and I just want to hear what's going on. Oh no! Um, well, oh, let me give this, you. Oh, this I know what's about to happen. Let me give you. Let me give you some setup here, Chad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We've talked <laughs> about it before, but John is the life salesman. When this man <laughs> believes in something. You will be a part of it. And this segment is so perfectly branded for JMO. <laughs> Continue. One of my favorite things about us working together was the camaraderie and the shared adventure that we took together working together. And what better way to get all the troops in line and on the same page, on the same rhythm, than with a shared playlist? And so I thought, you know what? <laughs> Let's check in on that. It's been, it's been a while since all three of us have really been on the same page here. So why don't we make a shared playlist so we can share those bangers, those ones that slap with one another and really just cruise through the workday. I started this playlist, mark the date, December 18th, 2019. It's been over a month. I added five songs. I said... Boys, make it slap. That was my only description. How many songs do you think they've added? Chat. Go ahead and put in your tweets because the answer is zero. We do a poll on that. Now, wait, is so that combined boys, or what's each? A, is that that's combined a, or? Neither of you have put anything in oh, it. Okay. <laughs> so I just want to check in and see how that's how that's going, what's going on there. Well, I will Did you say, forget the so, link? Do you need the link again? No, I will now because I am going to have to do it like when I guilt signed up for Patreon, but... <laughs> Uh, when you sent it the first time, I was like, well, what are you wanting? Are you wanting like new stuff, old stuff, just everyday jams, some, you know what I mean? Like just some soundtrack. It was like anything that slaps. I was like, oh, that's too daunting for me. <laughs> so I was wanting to see what you guys started to add to kind of set the pace. And then I had nothing to go off of. Oh, my my reason is so much more complex and deep and diverse than that <laughs> Which is obviously will be. I literally just forget so many things. <laughs> <laughs> and and let's be fair to myself. I did send you this link probably every day for about a week. <laughs> so, so I like this. Skin. This, <laughs> this is this is going to be my only attempted out. So my wife, she is notorious for asking me to do things like on our. So we ride Sounds to work. Classic. <laughs> we we ride to work like Glorious. two or three. We read to work like two or three times a week, and she loves like, hey, the pile of stuff that's sitting next to the fridge, can we go through that? And I'm like driving to work, and I'm like, babe, I'm there's no way. There's literally no way I'm remembering to do that. <laughs> now, if you ask me this when I'm sitting at home. By the pile. <laughs> by the pile, working on the pile, I might just do it. I am your wife in that scenario. I do that same thing. Oh yeah, we and it's one of it, but it has actually helped us. So this is my quasi out. I don't know if this is even true. I think I've still just mostly forgot. But John, maybe ask me when I'm sitting at my computer. Oh, well, I'm sure with, he hits you at one of those prime times with Spotify open. Would that be during the workday? Would you be at your computer with Spotify open during that time? No, I don't want to answer this because I'm. I feel a setup. <laughs> <for that moment. laughs> We'll check in uh, next week or next time, chat, and uh, we'll see how they did. Oh, boy. I like that they're chat now. (laughs) Uh, One thing I will update on a positive note here, on a positive note, 
on our Patreon account, which you guys know I'll be plugging here hard in about 30 seconds, uh, we did pick up a new Patreon account, and that was our friend John Quincy <laughs> Mosesman. <laughs> hey. Welcome. We're fully supporting ourselves. Thanks. Welcome. Now, I don't want to push, I don't want to plug Patreon just yet. I like to save that for the end. But there are a few things right here, boys, that I need to make sure our chat is aware of. <laughs> By the way, I apparently have latched onto that for a minute. Uh, so if you guys are not already, we actually use some social medias. And by that, I mean exclusively Twitter right now. <laughs> and if you are not following us, you should go over to We Used to Podcast right now over on Twitter. Drop a little follow. Give us a little comment. Uh, maybe, you know, if the something funny comes up on the episode. God, that was the most generic thing to tell them to do. <laughs> or maybe if you have a song we should add to our playlist, you can there leave it us is. a little Ooh, link. Slappers better, only. Better callback. Better callback right there. Guys, I said if something fun happens on the show. <laughs> if you guys hear something that really just gets your goat. <laughs> can I? Oh, I can I jump in here? Oh, please do. Save me. Can I tell you? Okay, can I tell this? Oh, I can't tell the person though. Okay, I'll try and fit it in later. Never mind. Never okay, mind. he's gonna. So there you go. Massive cliffhanger. By the way, is this the best plug section we've ever done? <laughs> I Probably. lost what we were doing. <laughs> Probably. I'm trying to find some bangers to put on this playlist. <laughs> Scott's actively working right now, uh, which is probably what most everybody else is doing while I plug all of our stuff. Number two. <laughs> If you ever have a question or want to comment and you like two to three week responses, you can email us at fanatweusedtoworktogether.com. <laughs> this is a but in, classic P.O. box situation. <laughs> but, but in season two, in season two, we're going we're gonna to get on this thing. I can feel it in my bones. Also, wherever you are listening, drop that five-star review. Give us a review. Ooh, we might even only. read one on the show. And finally, for my favorite time of the plug and i've got to make this quick because i've been talking forever <laughs> if you are not following us on patreon that's the place where you can actually financially support scott brian and john and by financially support us i mean contribute to the show and we have been talking between our little break we had all about new content that's coming in we are actually and i'll say this actually maybe potentially filming our very first exclusive Ooh. content for the show tonight it will drop so every single week you'll get content from us and as always you get that episode early now that i've done that help us out john hey doc we better back up we don't have enough road to get up to 88 roads well we're going we don't need roads Okay, new decade, who dis? So when you were talking, Scott, about all those old things, I just, I keep coming back to how I feel like I'm a totally different person than I was 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Not like the same person that like evolved and changed a little bit, but just like, I feel like I'm completely different. Uh, so I guess my first question is like, where, where are both of you on that? Are you totally different person are you the same person that's kind of just had some more experience where are you at i am drastically different like the more that i reflect on it the more that i'm like dang it's different like i mean in small ways and in giant ways like we can obviously do for all of us literally all of us this is the same none of us were married and none of us had kids so Ish. that will okay yeah 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 so for you and you'll probably jump into your your story in a bit but i think that is obviously like the biggest like life-changing type change but even just like um i mean coffee for instance in 2009 i didn't like coffee not only did i not like have the setup that i have now i didn't like the smell of it and like the taste of it Whoa. i had to if i was gonna have it it was like all cream and sugar and as much <laughs> sugar until it was like I can't even realize that it's coffee anymore. But now, every morning when I wake up, also I wake up significantly earlier than I used to. And I wake up, and I don't just make a coffee. I grind beans like the mm. forefathers. And I pour What kind of grind you guys? A burr? Conical? 
Oh, I don't even know what it is. Yeah, tell it's me a what. It's a hand-me-down. <laughs> tell me what I have, JMO. <laughs> well, so uh, actually, the, I have a conical. Is that what it is? Con, con, that, I, it's I a hand. Might have made that turn up. I know burr's a thing. I have a burr grinder. I, I don't know what grinder. I have. A good one. I have a hand grinder, so I don't wake my children up because I live in a small mm. house, and if I turn on the big grinder, everybody wakes mm-hmm. up. So the it's actually now that I think about it, kind of funny because I was very similar where. I would say I had a very low standard for coffee. So K-Cup, fine, Mm. you know, any instant brew, whatever. Just really didn't have any preference. But it was actually when we just started working together, uh, shout out to Marcus Morrison, one of my first days, he's like, hey, come on, let's go make you some coffee. Go into the kitchen. They have the nice pour-over setup. And (laughs) I don't know why I remember this, but I remember he he did 25 grams of beans which is like for it's a for, double for people that are not coffee drinkers like my normal coffee I drink and I should figure out how much this is in like ounces or whatever my normal day is like 10 to 12 so this is like double the coffee that I would drink and this is this is like probably twice as strong of coffee in the first place this is no like <laughs> Folgers crystals <laughs> that you're watering down instance and it was but it I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to like fit in so i was like i was trying to drink it and it, and it like scott i would be cream and sugar and it was just like straight black i mean this 400 grams again of water which is like a big old cup full of coffee and i don't think i got through near half of it but now i mean every day same thing wake up grind the beans fresh got the kettle you know i know the temperature i know the grams i'm pouring to i know the how much time like it's i don't know it's crazy how much coffee has changed in even 10 years yeah, and I think we all kind of actually got into the coffee at the same kind of time, definitely in the same place, because it was that's when I got into it. it. Was when we were working together and had a lot of like coffee enthusiasts around us. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. in some ways, I am a guy who doesn't always love to do the thing that everyone's doing, but I got into it a little bit. Now I don't go nearly as far as John, but uh, do have a coffee grinder, grind our coffee every morning. You know, make it and. Know what I like and what I don't like, but I couldn't John, tell you John, I'm many. definitely in your camp. I've got my I, – I appreciate the measuredness of it. Like this is the amount of like ground coffee. This is the amount of water. This is the amount of time it takes. And then like it is like part of my morning ritual. Yeah, so, it is a ritual. Tell me if this scenario surprises you guys at all. When I do a pour-over – uh, what am I this guy? I eyeball everything. I wait on nothing and I just sort of pour it in. Would you know, whatever tastes good to you, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Who's here to, I'm not here to so, judge. I don't want to get into this right now, but I bet. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Nominal <laughs> differences. It chat. Nominal differences. So many pulled punches this episode. <laughs> trying to keep it light, trying to keep it fun. hold them back (laughs) so one of the things i think that i remember from this decade is i feel like i found so many things that i i never knew existed but they were like this is exactly what i love like this thing is perfect coffee is a great example but it's like thanks to those too the spread of the social networks things like reddit uh youtube like search recommendation algorithm type stuff. I've found so many things that I'm like, yes. Like for I'll give you one example. Um, I I know I've sent you this, but I know you've not watched it. So maybe this will show up in our next uh, just do it segment. But <laughs> do you remember me ever talking about a thing called bushcraft? Yep. I did so watch. I watched this, that guy completely build a house from nothing in the woods. Dude. He made me watch it. It was like days long. He was there. <laughs> That's dope. Anyway, so for people that don't know what this is, bushcraft is basically, there's kind of different flavors. There's a combination of like primitive living, survival skills, um, like nature appreciation and like kind of want like living close to the land kind of thing. And there's a lot of different flavors, but if you like hiking, if you like kind of want to be a prepper and know how to like, you know, get water, make fire from sticks, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, so I found all this content and it was probably like a solid year's worth of watching YouTube videos, reading books. Like I have all kinds of like 
camping equipment and ferro rods and all these like water purification things which which i love but it's like 2010 john didn't even know this existed like this world it's basically like i found a new little universe in the world i did not even know existed that's a good way to describe it i think is that there's all these like pockets right there's all these little worlds that you can like become a part of and i think another thing that's also changed for me in that that span is that i don't care anymore so like 2010 scott would have been like nah i don't know if that's cool you know yeah i I don't know if i want to get all into that now i don't care now i'm like that seems like something i would love i'm doing that and that for me is i've gotten really into history and john you tweeted a little while back kind of like talking about how we get a little shafted in public school specifically probably but oftentimes uh, football coaches are our history teachers. And so like when you've got a math teacher, this guy went to school to be a math teacher. But when you've got your football coach as a history teacher, they're just trying to get you to memorize the dates, right? And so I did not grow up thinking that I liked history whatsoever, but I've discovered that I love it. I listen to Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Dude, oh, so he I is mostly, incredible. I mostly just read history. I'm reading right now the, the Rise Wait, and Fall. Wait, did we all Reich. agree on that? Yeah, yeah wait a sec. Did we all? Oh, we didn't even know we had that. Dan Carlin is the turn off this podcast and go turn on. Why are you listening to us? If I could, yeah, I'm trying to be listening to him. Blueprint for Armageddon, World War One series. Wait for it. Six, six, four hour episodes. Buckle in, filthy casuals, because your mind is about to get blown. That was the very first one I ever listened to. I would grinder the meat grinder. Yeah. If you don't know Dan Carlin, he has this like very specific, it's very intense and it's great for storytelling, but it's just like this very, and I only put premium 98 octane in my vehicle because of the war in Vietnam, that kind of thing. <laughs> right, right, right. So definitely that for me, I mean, I, I uh, you know, the Hamilton play that came out was like built for me. I, I love hip hop. I love theater and I love so history. I- I heard about that, but I know nothing about it. So, like, what? It, obviously, it's a huge, huge deal. We missed it when it came to Oklahoma City, but like, what? What do you love about it so much compared to like a Wicked, if you've seen that, or Phantom of the Opera, or something like that? So, if you purely yeah, just, just, it just love theater, it is an amazing production. Like the 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 writing of the music, um, the the storytelling is incredible. If you go a step further of the way he um brings it in through like hip hop culture definitely a culture that that celebrates um the rebels and celebrates you know what i mean like standing out in a way that maybe hamilton was more was definitely like abrasive and 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 had a unique voice so it really fits the tone really well but he also brings in these different styles of of hip hop for each of the different characters um that is just like he weaves them together like so perfectly for like the entirety of the play, like it is just like incredible. The the uh, callbacks and things like that 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 are like just sprinkled in throughout, and just the ability to, the way he told that story, Hamilton's story, that is definitely one that I I was not super familiar with. From you know, I knew of his name, but did not know about like his contributions, and was just like, what? How is this guy? This guy's the goat. Like, how were we not learning <laughs> about him? How are we not celebrating him? You know, so huh. uh, it's just the- a really really cool play the way it's casted too um so like most of the the people who are in the play were actually like caucasian or white you know english guys um and it's a very there's only one caucasian in the like casted in it and it's the king king um (laughs) and so it's it's casted really uniquely and in a really cool way and is a like great like honor uh or, or like a good, really good nod to like different cultures and stuff. So it's done really, really well. I think for me, uh, kind of the past decade, like the more I like think through stuff is it's, it's like things that literally define me now were discovered in the past decade. So like mm. if you, it, if you, words you might like describe me is husband, dad, filmmaker, podcaster, uh, gamer, like a lot of Push those TV things. Kit. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, but a lot of a, a lot of like the the like my 
the things that I spend the most time doing or thinking about or whatever were discovered in the the past decade. My job, I mean, my job I got uh, in the in the last decade as well. Yeah, I think that I that is definitely true. I think that there will be uh, like there will be some things from the decades prior to this, the two decades prior to this, you know, for me that will like, oh yeah, you know, those are things about me. But I think this last decade has been probably the most formative and had the most like catalytical changes as far as like career and family and, and all those kinds of things. So I know we've talked about it a little bit, but I would love, uh, cause I think on our future episodes, we may not dive into this as much, but just like the personal impact of the last decade, specifically, we all became husbands. And, and I know Scott, I'll tell you guys my brief story. I believe I have permission from my wife to tell this, but, uh, kind of our, my family, when I said ish earlier to Scott, I was somewhat messing with him, but my, my wife had our oldest daughter before we ever met. So when I very first my, met my wife, my oldest daughter was born in 2008, but wasn't married yet. Um, wasn't like, we didn't have our first kid yet, but then in 2012, we had, we had gotten married the year before, had our first kid together. Um, and then we actually adopted this last year um, and all of those things. So becoming I went from I was like the most, oh, I was a stereotypical college kid, you know, just <laughs> living L-I-V-I-N, um, enjoying <laughs> a lot of things that come with college sometimes. Um, but anyway, so I uh, like I literally went from that to met my wife. Um, and just, you know, super quick, like became, became grown up Brian. Um, so sorry, go ahead, Brian. Oh no, I was just going to say, so I kind of entered, that was, uh, that was 2009. So I, I entered 2010, sort of like the, the, the infancy of sort of the person I am today. So one of the things you've said before that still to this day blows my mind is, and this is I similar for Scott and I, like I, I kind of, I followed in a way the pretty typical plan, right? So you, you do high school, you do college, you get your first job, you get married, get a dog, buy a house, have a kid. Like I did all those pretty much in the order that people do it. When you've said before in the past, not on the podcast, but just in us working together, like you had, you already had a kid when you got married. So you said Mm -hmm. at some point you're like, this is our first date we've had with no kids or something like that. To just enter being married, already having a kid there blows my mind. Well, so what's one of the things that we've talked about a lot too that's kind of interesting is I've I've literally never – I met my wife um, when she had our oldest. So like she had already been born. She was a couple of months old already. Um, And so we've never known life without kids. Now what's Mm. super dope about that is in this next decade, we will have – we will be – fairly young uh, adults with all kids grown and it will be kind of like the first time like we will almost that that you know three years or four years that people usually have before they ever have kids we'll get to experience that like on the back end so it'll kind of yeah. be wild that's crazy to me but you guys you guys so you each had your first kids uh well john i mean like real recent but <laughs> last year yeah <laughs> But Scott, how old is Sam? Uh, he's five. He's five. So Lucy about will be half, four in a few months. So about uh, halfway through the decade. Mm-hmm. And also, in John, I think just from a like, like yeah, like pre-decade, I was just fresh, kind of out of college, had my first, you know, career job. I think some big changes that happened is that I was not uh, entrepreneurial at all in any way. Like I had not grown up with even like the knowledge of like anyone can start a business and do a thing. It's like, like mind blowing to me when I like first, and it seems so stupid, but I was like, wait, like anybody can do that. Um, and that's been like a major shift for me. Is it just like, I am much more entrepreneurial, always kind of thinking much more business minded, I guess, than I was then where I just was like, I'm just going to, you know what I mean? Get a job and then dupe a dupe. Like that was just it for me. <laughs> um, and so, you know, now, two years into, you know, starting a new company, a new creative agency here in Oklahoma. And so it's like 
that's been definitely, you know, a stressor and a lot of hard work, but has been something that legitimately 2010 Scott would be like, mm, you don't know how to do that. Uh, so I think that's pretty cool. Um, the kid thing, one thing I saw on John pre-show was that I did, I'd always definitely wanted kids because I love kids. I've always like just, uh, you know, naturally like, uh, enjoyed that. I always like watched my cousins at like a young age and stuff like that. Um, but I did not like infants, tiny babies. Like I was nervous around them because I, as I explained pre-show, you know, I threw keys on top of the roof thinking something was funny and I scratched my arm to death and, uh, <laughs> because I'm just like a clumsy kind of goofy and I just like, ah, they don't really, I'm not going to make a human connection with them and I'm probably not going to like, you know, hold them well. And they're, you know what I mean? They're just going to be fussy and it's not going to enjoy it. But that like, I loved that and actually like definitely miss those days because of just like the the bonding period there was just like way cooler than i expected yeah do you do do you want to talk about how you feel the compulsive need to eat babies (laughs) you told you told me this when you first had a kid (laughs) five years ago now like you told me this and i was like for someone else to be like weird <laughs> and you had an article too. You're like, no, it's actually it's, like a, it's like a science backed thing. Here's the science. It is. It is. It's bad. It's something to do with, uh, like, the pheromones and just the connection you have. Uh, but I wanted to le- not like, oh, I could eat them. They're so cute. But like, I wanted to legitimately <laughs> eat my child. <laughs> oh my! Because I loved them so much. Like, just was always like. I want to eat them. Uh, and so I'm always hoping that someone else is going to like, I'm going to find that connection. So I'm like, don't you just want to eat them? And they're like, I actually do. And I'm like, me too. But so far it always comes <laughs> off a little bit weird. I'm like, I'm always having to like validate it with like, well, it's actually like science back. So I'm not that weird. So I don't feel that. Let's make okay. that real clear. Gosh, uh, I do <laughs> just want to like squeeze her and snuggle up like it's tight, like tighter than you would, you should squeeze a baby. I just want to like, <laughs> I want to give like a, Full size hug, just like just want to squeeze her. I don't know. It's she's too cute. Kids are the best. Yeah, I was Brian. Any uh, weird thing. things you want to? <laughs> uh, any dangerous uh, things you want to yeah, do to your kids? Yeah. Mild, mild versions of both of those things. No, nothing, nothing extreme. Maybe I need to get help. <laughs> see so help. I had heard the I had heard the thing Scott described before many times. Even felt some of uh, some of that a little bit, but Scott uh, Scott straight cannibalizes it. Yeah, legitimately. Another thing I was going to mention is just that growing up, my dad was like very a very strict individual, like. We got the punishments when I was a kid, like got the old the old Belterooney a lot. Um, and, and whose fault is that, Scott? Let's and, be honest. And honestly, listen, these were the rules weren't they weren't uh, realistic. Okay, like <laughs> I didn't have a way to follow them truly. Um, but was this after he opened the backpack and found all your homework stuffed in there <laughs> when you were playing video games? Or? It's on. Listen, if he had had Mortal Kombat or Final Fantasy when he was a kid. He would have made those same mistakes. <laughs> uh, but now, like, I never saw him shed a tear as a kid. Uh, and But now he just weeps about everything. Having Me having kids, like, broke him in some way. And he can't, like, talk about, like, me having kids and what it means to him and stuff being a grandparent without getting emotional like he can't just like talk about it it's like yeah surreal because i like you know when i was dating britney and first married so i'm like oh i don't know my dad he's not really that fun of a guy you know what i mean he's pretty uh, pretty strict and now he's just like this blubbering just goofball and i'm like <laughs> who is this guy my dad's so, similar a similar yeah, oh, type effect my dad is identical to what you really was. how my, funny because my dad my dad was the like the guy. He embarrassed me at like every one of my like you know soccer matches or whatever. Just Same. so my dad always knew more than the coach. You know. Oh, I'm embarrassed. That. Still thinking about it. Like I can tap into the embarrassment of my dad yelling instructions to other players on the team. And it's just oh, like, my dad, dad didn't do that. Oh, I'd die. He mine oh. was very directed at me. Oh, he was. He knew it. Oh, 
It was bad. Was everybody embarrassed by their dads? Is that like a thing? <laughs> Probably. So, so my wait. dad was like, and this is like one of his strongest points, is he will do anything for his family. And so here's a little story time. We were sitting on the front row of church, front pew, and what is John doing? He's young. He's playing that Pokemon on the Game Boy. Oh, there's no way. There's oh, no way I could do Lord. that. Front and row. what does John do when we're leaving? He uh, leaves his Game Boy in the front row. So for some reason, we were leaving the service early. So my dad <laughs> walks down to the front. He probably passed, I'm talking like 20 pews passes and gets on the ground and starts like looking <laughs> for the Game Boy while the service is going on. And it's like, I could never, I'd be like, well, <laughs> buying him a Game Boy, I guess. It's gone forever. <laughs> But and now that he's now that I'm older, I just like my respect just keeps going like up and up and up for mm-hmm. like similar. Re- I don't know. I just I feel like I connect with him more now being oh, older than 100%, I did. Hundred percent, hundred percent with me. So you guys ready for this hard pivot? Yeah. So <laughs> one one of the things I, that I I mean love doing, and some of this is a combination of like smartphones really picking up. I'm trying to think. I don't think I got my first. Because iPhones were out before the decade, but I don't think I had my first like smartphone until probably 2010, 11, something like so? that. But my first iPhone was not the or my first phone, uh, smartphone was an iPhone, and it was not the first generation. So it would have been like the next generation whenever mm-hmm, that came out. Mm-hmm. I should have looked at that before. Was it, was it, did it have the app store yet or was it before that? Yeah. App store. It had the app store. Um, I think that was the three, I assume three G or I was, something. I was pre app store. So was, maybe you're right. Maybe I didn't I was have the app store. Baller having one. You like, might be right. I remember going places and being excited to take a phone call. Like thinking that people were going to look at me like, Whoa. That guy's in the future. What is that? Is that an iPhone? Does anyone even own one of those? The first cell phone I had was like a Nokia flip phone, and then I eventually got the Razor. You remember that bad boy? Yeah, Yeah, baby. That was. Except I got it like way after it was cool. But my my cousin had, or my cousin's friend had a. I don't even. I guess a BlackBerry, and I remember him showing me like the early early like web searches you could do on it and it was just so clunky and it's like i didn't even want it i was like that's so painful to use i don't see how you could ever want that little did i know <laughs> you're gonna be hooked so here's so, oh, go ahead john sorry i was gonna i was gonna shift again so if you got something else keep oh, going i i was just looking at uh i was looking i'm fairly certain i had the iphone 3 was my first one and it looks like it actually released just before the decade but I must have got it or I guess in 2008 but I don't think I had it till like 2009 or 2010 but anyway where I was actually going with all of this stuff was that one of the biggest changes for me was that uh, I never really listened to the radio a ton after I went to college like I kind of quit watching TV a little bit Um and somewhere in the early decade, like all of my – some of the like streaming services started getting popular and I wrote this down. In 2013, Netflix did their first uh, Netflix original. Do you guys remember what it was? Wait, wait, wait. Their first original? Netflix did the very first original in 2013. It was that long ago? It was. Seven years ago. I was really late to the like online Netflix portion. I thought it was the DVDs for so long, and I was like, this is not that great. My dad was super into the DVDs, though. So I was very into DVDs. I'll give you a little hint. They, for their first original, they brought in the biggest name in. Oh, uh, it's the presidential thing. It is House of Cards with Kevin Spacey. Spacey. So the original? Wow. So that was 2013. That's so long ago. Waited, I can't believe waited it like is. nail it on the first one. And then, well, that yeah, was part of it. Right? Is one of it was one so of the algorithm based, right? That's what I was gonna say. Is one of the things that I had read on it. And it's been a while since I've read this article. Is they brought in like the biggest actor, television actor at the time, or or movie actor at the time. They did it on like the hottest topic at the time, which was politics. They did it in like they literally. Before they even wrote a line of the show, they got all of these pieces in place because they knew they wanted it 
to be viral. The other thing that I started doing huge in like 2014, 2015 was listening to podcasts almost exclusively, like all the time. And one of the biggest ones that really hooked me in uh, was in 2015. That's when Serial, do you remember the Serial podcast? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the that Serial. Was, you know what? That might have been one of the first ones that I really remember getting into in that same way. I remember so, you talking about it at work. We worked together probably at the time, right? I think so. In 2015, we probably did work together. And what's wild about that is there's a chance Scott is the one who brought me into Serial potentially. So but, this is a thing that happens often. So, John, you like to give us some tasks to do that we don't do. <laughs> I like to make recommendations to Brian, and then later he tells me about them, but by recommending them to me as if oh, I have I've never heard of it. I've done that a lot. <laughs> so probably he circled back and was like, bro, I got a podcast for you. I'm like, ooh, what is it? And he's like, it's called Serial. I'm like, you dunce. I told you about it. <laughs> so uh, what – What? Was there anything that you found? I'm just, I'm thinking like going forward and just thinking about how, you know, if I, if I tried to compare me to 2010 me, who is basically, let's be, let's be honest. He's a kid, straight up yeah, kid. Is, is there anything that you, you found that you kind of had like the grumpy old man status where you're like, I can't, I don't understand why these kids are, do-, but then you're like, oh yeah, actually I get that. So... Yes. So tell me if this fits into this. The gig economy, I was definitely had a little bit of that when it first, like, like Airbnb, when that first, I first heard of it, I like didn't, I was like, that seems a little bit weird. You're sleeping in just someone else's house. Like (laughs) I'm just, and then I was like, oh, well, I guess, I mean, a bed and breakfast, you know what I mean? Like you're in, it's not like a hotel kind of thing. And I guess that's what they're trying to like conceptually do. And so, but it didn't really until I think I'm trying to think my, my, my wife and I stayed in a place in San Diego one time and it like, since then we've never not, unless, you know, we're staying with family and they're like, we got to stay in a hotel. But like, uh, for the most part, we try and always stay in an Airbnb because we enjoy um, the localness of it, of like we're staying usually more in, you know, less in like the hotel hub by the airport kind of thing and more just yeah. like in the city near local eating places and you can we can walk to a lot more stuff and it just feels a lot more like we're visiting that place than we're like, you know, uh, touristing that place, I guess. Scott, have I ever told you about Airbnb? No, what is it? Let me tell you about Airbnb. Oh, you're going to love this, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, I'm definitely, was that way, I'm initially skeptical with probably all of them. So Uber, I was like, I don't know, just riding in someone else's car. And then it's like, it's like, well, what do I know about a taxi cab driver? You know what I mean? It's not like, like that <laughs> guy like is a doctor and it's like, I don't know. He's, that guy's definitely upstanding. So uh, same with like, you know, the Postmates, Grubhub type stuff. Like, and I will say, I still, that one for me, like, I'll be watching them take a delivery sometimes, and it takes a little bit long, and I'm like, are they eating my sandwich, or are they taking a dookie in my tea? Like, what are they, <laughs> what are they doing? So, but I still eat that food anyways. Um, so, <laughs> I, I definitely have a hesitancy, probably, like, just a mistrust there of just, like, who's vetting these individuals, you know, but once I kind of buy into it, then I'm like, I'm not doing anything else. This is too convenient. So this doesn't exactly answer your question, but one of the things that has finally happened to me, and this is this is like in the last couple of years even, is I finally got to the point where I don't understand things. Like like I don't – when TikTok first like launched, I didn't <laughs> get it. Like I was like I don't – I don't I don't understand. It's don't, the first social network that I – I'm like what is that? Yeah. Like, so I'm more bought in. I, I get sucked into it some now. Um, but it happened with like Snapchat. What is it? Oh, you literally don't know what it is still. Like, so here's what I thought TikTok was. When I first saw it, I thought it was the thing like where you like got synced up to music. Like it was so, like a music based singing thing. So you're now close. It's like, is it just Vine? Did so it st- did it start as that? I feel like it may have started as like that. Listen to these boomers over here just trying oh. to find their way did around. You just, okay, boomer me. 
Uh, I boomered both of you. So uh, basically what it is is, yes, it was musically before it was TikTok. And musically was that was like, you know, there was 30 seconds of a chorus or whatever and you would sing to it. Um, And then as they built onto it, they started to build what kind of Vine was, which was like these 15 second short videos. I remember Vine. That was dope. Yeah. Vine. Yeah. Vine was great. I loved Vine. So if you loved if you loved Vine, you would you would get into TikTok. The thing with TikTok that's much different than Vine it's is all 14-year-old girls. Well, that's part of it. Uh, number one, <laughs> you immediately have to bail the second you open the app because you get uncomfortable. No, but so the, I've only ever seen the things like shared. I've never even opened the app. Yeah. So <clears throat> the what what it has done better or different, I guess, than Vine is that like it will curate a thing. So you know how you have like the ice bucket challenge. You have all these like different challenges and things that people do. TikTok is actually curating a lot of that now. And so you'll see people using the same track or the same clip or the same motion or the same whatever. And there'll be hundreds of thousands of people like doing that on TikTok. And so it's there's kind of this like built community inside of it. Um, But, yeah, it's it's most I think it's closer to Vine now than what it was when it first started. So the. I have two obvious ones of things that I was like, no, that's dumb that I'm now proud owners of. Would you like to guess what one of those two things are? We've already talked about them in details. I was going to say coffee's got to be one. Coffee and babies? Not coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, maybe it's a little hard to guess. I was thinking uh, AirPods and Crocs, of which I now own both. (laughs) Oh, yes. I was like, those are the... Those shoes are the most ridiculous. Actually, they're very uh, comfortable and practical for outdoor wear. I'm not going <laughs> to put those little stupid Bluetooth, like, dang. And it's like, well, AirPods are amazing. So The convenience well played on stuff. <laughs> well played past John. I'm definitely a man of convenience. Yeah, he doesn't know anything. <laughs> so moving forward, do we want to make any type of uh, predictions about the next decade? Rate of change? No change? Mm-hmm. What are we oh, thinking? Uh, of ourselves yeah like do you think you're gonna see the same result or was this kind of like the you know 20 or 30 is a pretty formative yeah block of th- time. like a lot happens in that block i think maybe it happens 30 to 40 progressive change for me because like as it is right now we're most likely done having kids so two kids that are just older let's see sam will be like 15 Both teenagers you know, so I'll have teenagers, which will be different, but it just will be like this progression there, you know, um, yeah. career hard to say, I guess, uh, but probably just, you know, hopefully it's just still a progression. So it won't like, you know, I'll still be married. That's the hope. So it's like, oh, God. <laughs> what's so Real it's like, confident. <laughs> well, no, I'm just I know I'm just saying it's like, you know, uh, there's not much that's going to change on top of that. I was like, I'm really into cars now. Like, I don't know. You know what? I'll so have th- that technology built into my body. What's What's funny about you saying that, Sky, is I think that that's the thing that will almost certainly change for me. Is that I'm going to have new hobbies. You won't be like, married. Well, no, 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 no. I'll be married. <laughs> uh, but but like I think almost certainly I'm going to have new hobbies because I'm just a guy who loves trying and doing all types of new things. And I like when I try a thing, I go a hundred miles an hour at it. If I don't like it or whatever, I just I don't typically have a problem just like moving on from it. So I'm that's the thing I'm most interested in in some ways is like what is the weird? Yeah, what might you get into? Yeah, what are, am I going to be a model plane guy? I don't know. <laughs> I could see it. I'm, I'm very similar in that. I think I think my I feel like a lot of my just core beliefs change, like how I kind of view the world and how I view my interaction with it and other people kind of changed over this past 10 years. I mm-hmm. don't think that will change much more. I mean, maybe as I'm exposed to more things, more parts of the world or whatever, but I, I am an endless hobby person. And so I, I fully expect to have tacked on another 10 things that like Brian said, I went hard on <laughs> for a year. I mean, I'll go a year. Like, I mean, I was a year into basically all these things and then, not that I drop them, but I just, you know, I find new shiny right, find things. The, the thing I'm interested in, uh, and Scott talking about this earlier, I, as you get older, you genuinely just don't, I, at least for me, like I don't care as much about what people think or whatever. Like I am, as long as me and my wife are good and my kids, mm-hmm. I'm 
dude, I'm a pretty happy camper. Um, but there is one thing in my life that I still am a touch embarrassed about now. And I keep wondering, it's like when you were a kid and you were like, am I ever going to stop like liking cartoons and will I ever Wait, start will, <laughs> will I ever start liking like grown up shows because I remember being like way too old or feeling way too old and still watching cartoons this is that where is. I'm <laughs> this is where I'm at right now with video games I'm like I'm 31 and I still <laughs> love video games and I'm like will I be 41 still loving video games <laughs> I think so yeah I don't think for me it's a it's a it's more of a like like time allocation if i had more surplus then i would they would probably be sponged up by that you know but i just in this season have not had much and so that's like one of the things that just went by the wayside scott if you get like four hours of sleep a night like i do there you got that surplus that's also true (laughs) scott what you do is you start learning how to make games and so therefore it is career advancement and that mm. gives you a free license to spend as much time as you want. Or you making them donuts. Or you start yeah. making money playing video games and people pay you to watch you play. And then you can convince your wife that it's just another job. There you go. That's did that I work? Did. Twitch. It did work. <laughs> Twitch.tv <laughs> slash BKIT. <laughs> well, any uh, closing thoughts on this decade or the next? Uh, well, I mean, I think, you know, I've probably held some things in reserve since we're doing, you know, a full season of it. So there's lots I want to talk about. Um, I think that probably something for me that I'm really interested to see what happens is I think that um, I'm interested to see what are our dependency and addiction with our devices and social social networks looks like in another decade. Oh, yeah. I think that in this decade, it has spiraled out of control. And there seems to be a a shift in, like, we're starting to get more data about what it does to us and how similar of an addiction it is to other things like drugs and such. Um, And your devices are starting to get these, like, you know, things in it to inhibit, like, hey, you want your, you know, your device to turn off, you know, block social media if you've been on it for too long, those kinds of things. Like, we're trying, like, devices themselves are trying to put in safeguards. And so I just feel like if we continue on the trajectory we're on, it's going to turn into Wally, right? Um, <laughs> and so will there be any kind of a, a pivot towards, you know, more human interaction, less device connection? Yeah. So well, I, I mean, we're going to talk about this in much more detail, but I think that's why you've seen such the huge resurgence of analog stuff, board games, mm-hmm. record players, like right. snail mail just because the f- there's that the physical missing connection and there's that wanting to disconnect. I think the same thing with data where it's like we are is still too early to figure out what will happen with these things. So yeah. when I say data, I mean like all the data being collected by every search engine, all your social media things, all like the privacies, your phone record, all that kind of stuff. Well, what's what's funny this is kind of a callback throughout the whole episode um and something i didn't even think of until you until we start talking about this but in 2010 there's never i would have never ever thought boy in 10 years i'm going to take a month break from social media because <laughs> it will have like consumed right you would call it a detox that like you would like need to detox yeah from social and media. so and and literally i'm actually in the middle of one right now where i've just like cut all ties to social media just to like unwind from it a little bit and it's just funny like i think i think scott's right where i i think the shift is gonna i think we're gonna swing back towards like getting more data i mean it's same with like smoking or whatever like once we got more data the pendulum swung back the other way yeah yep for sure and and like i said yeah we're gonna be talking we got Episode on, episode on technology and other things we're going to dive into that are, yeah, you know, what trends we're seeing and where we think those are going to take us over the next decade. And I'm pumped to talk about it. I am so excited about this just series and the way we're doing it. And if you guys haven't already, I would go jump back real quick and take a little listen to our intro episode. It's about six or seven minutes, and it kind of sets up the season and what we'll be talking about. But next week... We are actually going to dive in a little bit into the entertainment from the 2010. So we're going to be talking movies, TVs, TVs, yeah, like television brands, Sony, 
uh, <laughs> Samsung, you know, things like that. <laughs> Got to talk about Hitachi for sure. Yes. Uh, no, but we'll be talking movies, television series, and games is kind of going to be the hub, which means that it will probably be a 14-part series, but... <laughs> uh, Sub-series. Yeah, but the the goal is to, to hit some of those things. Um, so be sure we drop our episodes every other Monday. So if you're listening to this on Monday in two weeks, you'll get to hear that episode. Yeah, and uh, we mentioned it earlier, but you know, there's a few ways to get in touch with us. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys. If there's anything you know that you're excited to hear us talk about, you make sure you know we don't want to forget about mentioning it. You can get in touch with us uh, on Twitter at We Used to Podcast. You can email us. Fans at we used to work together dot com, uh, and wherever you are listening to our podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe and leave them five star reviews. See you guys soon. If I see you, I mean, talk to you soon. Later. Bye. Adios. <laughs>